We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's going on, Packers family? Welcome back to the Pack a Day podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hope your weekend is going spectacular, and thank you so much for making me a part of your weekend. No news, updates, anything today. We're going to get started right away with our main topic, and that is going to be really identifying and evaluating the core of this Packers team. It's something that I like to go over every single offseason is identifying, all right, not just like who your your best players are expected to be this year, because if Aaron Rodgers comes back, you're looking at Rodgers and Bakhtiari and some of these guys potentially that you know are going to be good football players, but you can also look around the corner and say, all right, maybe maybe Rodgers isn't back, but you know you can still look around the corner and be like, even if he is back, this isn't going to last that much longer. So you have to start looking at not just this season, but future seasons as well. That goes for every year. Even when Aaron Rodgers was in his prime, you always wanted to identify, all right, what players can I count on two, three, four years down the road that are still going to make up a really good core of this football team? And one of the reasons I do this, you go back to Ron Wolf, the Packer way. If you haven't had a chance, this is like a you know weirdo version of it, but it's Trust me, if you are a Packer fan, there is zero reason why you should not have A, read that by now, or B, that you shouldn't be on Amazon. Like, pause the video, 
go to amazon.com or wherever you get your books from, find The Packer Way by Ron Wolf, order it, and then read it, and then come back, unpause, and we can go from there. Um, don't do that. Listen to this video first and then read it. But uh, yeah, so the reason that I, I go through this is because he he basically put a detailed way of like what he did when he came to Green Bay. And one of the things that he said, he said, quote, carve out an extensive block of time to analyze all aspects of your enter enterprise before taking any steps to improve the situation. So this, is, this was him like entering the Packers and starting to make changes. But one of the first things he did on his checklist. When he became general manager of the Green Bay Packers, he gets hired. He certainly does some cleaning of house, eventually gets rid of Lindy Infante and those sort of things. But the first thing he did was take an inventory of, all right, what players do we have? What improvements do we need? And I think everyone that's probably listening to this has a you know, certain understanding of what players are going to make up the, the Packers good players this season, what players we're hoping are maybe going to take a step, and which ones probably need to be jettisoned and maybe gone in a different direction, right? But when he did the initial evaluation, he basically said, all right, we need an upgrade at quarterback. He looked at his tight ends, Ed West and Jackie Harris, and he really liked both of those players, really liked Ken Rutgers on the offensive line, but knew the rest of it, really needed an overhaul, loved Sterling Sharp at wide receiver, thought Chris Jackie at kicker was a really strong aspect of the team. Loved his linebackers, Johnny Holland, Tony Bennett, Brian Noble, Bryce Pop. Thought that that was a real nice starting point for the defense. And then Leroy Butler, of course, and the defensive backfield. But outside of that, he looked at the rest of the team and was like, we need to make major changes, major improvements. And then after he made that evaluation, knowing where they were weak, where they were strong, then he could start ripping the band-aids and say, all right, we need to, you know, he changed head coach. Coaches, he traded for Brett Favre, and he started to make things happen after that initial valuation. And that to him was a huge part of it. So I want to make that evaluation today and certainly not in the full detail. We're not going to do all of it today, but I wanted to look at who's the core of this team. Who, as I look at this roster, am I really focused on and saying, all right, I feel I feel extremely good about these players being the players that Green Bay can build around moving forward. And I, I ultimately ended up with five players, like five players that I feel very confident are the ones that you are going to build this roster around. Players that are, you know, 27 or under that are going to be on this team for probably three, four years, and that are just really good football players that you need to be able to count on if this team's going to be any good moving forward. And I'll just go, you know, sort of position by position really quick here. At quarterback, you know, you certainly can't put Rodgers on that list because A, he might not be back. Even if he is, it's one, maybe two years at the most, right? So he doesn't get the benefit of that. Jordan Love is just a complete lottery ticket, unknown question mark, enter whatever, you know, superlative you want to say or hyperbole about it. Like whatever you want to put in there, we just, we can't say that yet about Jordan Love. Running back, Aaron Jones probably has one, two years left of, you know, really good football before he starts hitting that like 30-year-old decline. And A.J. Dillon just hasn't shown the ability to, I think he has shown some signs of maybe being the guy that can completely carry the load, but he hasn't shown signs of being a consistent playmaker. And I don't feel comfortable just being like, yes, he is like... I'm just sorry. I really like AJ Dillon, but he's just not a guy that like, if you're saying we're going to build our franchise around that, that, that can be one of our cornerstones. That can be one of the foundational pieces of the future of the Green Bay Packers. I just don't see, you know, AJ Dillon in that same light. And we'll, we'll talk more about him in just a moment, but I, I, I just don't put him there. Wide receiver. It feels to me like Christian Watson has to be. If there is a legitimate 
opportunity for this team to take some major steps over the next two, three years, maybe next year, whatever it may be, it, it would seem to me that Christian Watson has to be a key foundational piece. And that might be a lot to put on a second year wide receiver at this point, who we saw, you know, basically only come on after the Cowboys game or during and after the Cowboys game last year. And that might be a lot of pressure, but this team is so in need of young, explosive playmakers. I mentioned last year, he was the exact talent at the exact time that this offense needed. Somebody who can stretch the field, get the ball in his hands, go from, you know, zero to a hundred and, you know, in a super fast speed and get to the end zone. Like they just desperately needed that player and he provided them exactly what they needed. He needs to not only be that, but he needs to take another step because the, the ceiling for Watson is just, you know, it's insane. Like there, there are very few wide receivers that in the history of the NFL would be better than Christian Watson. If Watson hits the ceiling, I'm not saying he's going to get there. Like the likelihood that he gets there is super high, but he's that type of talent. So to me, he has to be one of the the core pieces and the, the real true foundational building blocks of this team. Romeo Dobbs will talk about more, but I don't put him certainly in that category yet offensive line, it certainly feels like Elton Jenkins, they just gave him that massive contract. It feels like he has to be that next guy. He showed it in the entire second half of last year, worked off the rust from being uh, injured, coming off the torn ACL, had the sort of failed experiment. It's really tough to judge whether he failed at right tackle or it was just the rust coming off of him coming back from the torn ACL, maybe pushing it a little bit too early. But once he got back, he was back and he looked phenomenal. I still think you just let him cook at left guard and just let him be, but we've seen the versatility. We've seen the talent. I still think there's another step for him to take, but it still very much feels like he has to be one of the core foundational pieces. Really like Zach Tom, but it's tough to put him in that category yet. John Runyon Jr., same thing. Really like him, super inconsistent, but I, I, I'm hoping he can become a core piece of this team. Defensive lineman, he's 27 but he's had a ton of snaps on his is you know wear and tear and just on his body overall because he came out of college so young. I still put Kenny Clark in this list. I still think he's probably got three, four years left on the Packers if all things go according to plan. And I think he still has a lot of really good football ahead of him. He needs a little bit more help on the defense in total. And he needs to be he needs to step up a little bit from what he was a season ago. He needs to get back to playing the way he was a few years ago. There is starting to be some wear and tear on his body too, but I still think that he is a core piece of this Packers team for the next few years. Devontae Wyatt, TJ Slayton, hopefuls, but not quite there yet. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At linebacker, Quay Walker, I would also consider a hopeful, but not quite there yet. Edge rusher, whether he's coming back from an ACL or not, Rashawn Gary has to be that guy. He has to be the the real true playmaker on your defense, whether it be sacks, pressures, force fumbles, run stuffs. He has the ability to be all of it, be the guy on this defense, to be the guy that elevates your defense to a totally different level. It's probably going to take a little bit of time for him to come back and work back from his ACL, but you give him that time, you give him whatever he needs, and then hopefully he can be the same Rashawn Gary or even better than what we saw prior to his injury. Kingsley Nigbari, hopeful that he can become a really nice piece for this team, but not there yet. And then certainly Jair Alexander, a core piece of this team, just got the huge contract as well. He is going to be a Packer for the foreseeable future. And then I would put Eric Stokes in the hopeful category as well. And the the big question mark ones, I would say, are Jordan Love, Josh Myers, and AJ Dillon. So if, if I were to lay this out in a little bit of an easier format, not position by position, but I would say there were five players as mentioned that to me are the real true core of this team as we sort of make a post Aaron Rodgers transition. And that might not be this year. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's next year, maybe it's the year after. But as we sort of transition away from Aaron and into a new era of Packers football, these are the five players that are probably going to have to lead that next batch of Packers or that the next you know era of Packers football. That's Christian Watson, Elton Jenkins, Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, and Jair Alexander. And then this next group is what I would say, if I'm if I'm the coach of the team, if I'm Matt LaFleur, I am having a conversation with my coaches and I am saying, this group of players is going to decide our fate over the next few seasons. If we can get this group of players playing at the level that they are capable of playing at, we've got a chance to make this thing, you know, turn around in an extremely fast fashion. And those players are Romeo Dobbs, Zach Tom, John Runyon Jr., Devontae Wyatt, TJ Slayton, Quay Walker, JJ Inigbare, and Eric Stokes. I think those eight players are chock full of talent that can all be building blocks for this team, but they need to take a step. They have to get there. I would put so much of my time, resources, and energy into just guiding those eight players into becoming the players that they can ultimately become. Because I think all eight of those guys can not only be solid contributors, but high-end starters in this league. Again, Dobbs, Tom, JRJ, Wyatt, Slayton, Quay, Enigbare, and Stokes. And a lot of draft capital you know, put into those players, not all of them, but, you know, Devontae Wyatt, first round pick, Quay Walker, first round pick, Eric Stokes, first round pick. And then you've got a mixture of, you know, mid-round guys in Dobbs, Tom, John Runyon Jr., Slayton, and Enigbare. But like overall, those are the, those are that, that, you know, core of eight is what I feel have to take that next step if we want to really build a strong core that isn't just five guys deep, that is maybe 10, 12 guys deep. 
And then the three big question marks. And to me, that's Jordan Love, Josh Myers, and AJ Dillon. And to me, these remain sort of mystery box type of players. Jordan Love, certainly so. If he comes in and you want to talk about, you know, uh, taking a guy and if he can get to the next step sooner rather than later, how you can accelerate a rebuild, a reboot, whatever it is you want to call it, Jordan Love becoming a top 18, 15 quarterback, you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah, that will accelerate things very quickly. And if you can get the ceiling for Love remains very, very high percentage he gets there. Be my guess. Your guess is as good as mine, but the the possibility is still there until proven otherwise. So that's a major question mark. Josh Myers, second round pick. Really loved him coming out of college. I know that we can make the Creed Humphrey comparisons and things like that. I watched his tape. I really liked what he was capable of. I love his size. We just need to see more. And maybe he needs to move to guard. Maybe center is just thinking too much. Maybe once Aaron leaves and, and some of the things that Aaron does at the line of scrimmage, maybe that takes some of the pressure off of Myers and he can just go play football. Maybe that helps him. I don't know, but it just needs to be better and more consistent for Myers because I have no idea what to do with him right now. And right now, Josh is not playing winning football at center. And it was an issue, certainly last year. So that is a big question mark. And then AJ Dillon, like I mentioned earlier, I like AJ Dillon. I think he can be a piece of this core, but can he be like your... like? You, you look around the league, every team's got good running backs. And I think A.J. Dillon can be one of those good running backs. I don't think he's a differentiator. I don't think you're looking like, we got A.J. Dillon, so we've got a leg up on the other 31 teams at the running back position. I just don't see it that way. So I think he can be a, a piece of this team, but I, I don't know that he has the ability to be one of those true core pieces, but certainly still a very young player that doesn't have a lot of wear and tear and still has the ability to break out in this offense. So we'll see what happens with him as well. But those are, the, those are the players that I overall kind of look at as the, the potential core of this team. But when push comes to shove, Christian Watson, Elton Jenkins, Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, and Jair Alexander. And then that brings us to this offseason, right? And they have the 15th pick in the draft. And that is a huge opportunity to add another young core piece to that team. The good news is Christian Watson's 23. Elton Jenkins, 27, not bad. Kenny Clark, 27, with a little bit more wear and tear, but not bad. Rashawn Gary's only 25. Jair Alexander's only 25. So it's not like your core, like those five guys are made up of like 30-year-old guys, right? These are still young, talented players who can continue to get better and really help you make that transition and reboot this franchise and make it so that you don't go through this, you know, decade-long 1980s lull where you're just not a competitive football team. I think that group can help them get there, but it's going to be that next group of guys. And as I look at this offseason as well, as you're making an Aaron Rodgers decision, as you're making the determination as to whether or not you want to go all in and borrow more from the future, you have to look at the core of this team and say, all right, is there a win now window? And like, is the core of this team good enough? When you add in, you know, to that, that core that I just mentioned, when you add in a, if Aaron Rodgers can get back to playing at the level he was a couple years ago, if you add in an Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones and David Bakhtiari, you know, maybe you get a playmaker in, in free agency or, you know, maybe that pick 15 is that next big playmaker. You know, you've got um, some up and coming defensive linemen. You still got Devondre Campbell, Razul Douglas. Like you can look through, the, you know, look at the team and say like, all right, we, we still have a core that can compete here. I, 
I, I struggle with that a bit. Like, as you guys know, I, I think the core of this team is the, the five guys that I mentioned, and I think you kind of need to build around them and, and the eight guys that I mentioned that I think can take that next step. But this all needs to be evaluated by Brian Gutekinds and company to say, is the core good enough right now that we can go and make a push towards the Super Bowl? You know my thought on it. I don't think it is. I think you need to start opening that next window. But that's, again, what makes this offseason so interesting. If you're wondering... Two Super Bowl teams, if you want to look at kind of the core of their teams, these are the you know, 25 and under guys for the, the Philadelphia Eagles. These are all 25 and under. Jordan Davis, the, the first round defensive lineman from Georgia, 23. Milton Williams, one of their key interior defenders, 23. Landon Dickerson, their starting center stud, 24. Actually, he's guard, I think. Um, he's probably going to be a center eventually, but they got Kelsey at center. Uh, Jalen Hurts, at, obviously potential MVP quarterback, 24. Devontae Smith, 24. A.J. Brown, 25. Jordan Maliata, their stud left tackle, 25. Josh Sweat, 25. That's the core of their team. That's not even some of their older players like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox and the, the rest of that amazing team. That's the core 25 and under. That's what you're competing with moving forward as you start building this team. That's where you need to get to. The, the Chiefs on the other side, they got their first round pick, George Karloftis, who's only 21. Trent McDuffie, their stud rookie corner, who's only 22. Brian Cook, their rookie safety, who's starting 23. Creed Humphrey, 23. Justin Reed, 25. Orlando Brown, 26. Legereus Sneed, 26. And then, oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes, still only 27. And quarterbacks now play till they're, you know, 46. So he might have a solid 20 years left for, for KC. Who the heck knows? But this is uh, what you need to get to. If you're looking at building a core of your team, Eagles and Chiefs have, have put together a pretty good blueprint as to what you need in order to compete at the highest of levels. And not only do you need that young core, you need the salary cap to have all those veterans that you need to add to fill out your roster in free agency as well. Green Bay doesn't have that right now because they've spent a lot of their future money on free agents. So this is why we have these conversations. This is why it's going to be an extremely important offseason for Green Bay. And I, for one, am insanely interested to see how everything plays out. As it does, I will be here, right here with you, every step of the way to break it down 365 days a year. Hit subscribe. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Comment, like, help out that algorithm. I'm going to try to do a better job. My goal for the, the moving forward is to try to be a little bit more active in the comments below. I only have so much time, so I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I promise you guys I'm working on it. I'm going to hopefully do a little bit better job of that, but make sure to leave your comments. I'm going to be right back here tomorrow with an all-new episode, but until next time, and as always, Go Pack Go! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.